episode number 74 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan, myself Kyle Gregg. So Tom, you're sporting an active route top there, we've just watched the 200 metres World Championship final on your TV, even though I'm remote remote because I forgot to tune it in, didn't I, at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you're allowed to do that, you know, I mean, I have, well, a, I think, TV, I have, have you... a TV license, but... Okay, I what, think we're all good then. What is, what is that, like? you know, if you watch a TV from someone else's TV, should you have a TV <sighs> license? I, I'm 100% sure that is not covered. It's like if you were to stand at your front... In your, in your front window and through a pair of binoculars look at your neighbour's TV and watch <laughs> yeah. what he's watching I'm pretty sure you I don't know knows, anyway also yeah but but I, I think for the sake of 21 seconds worth of entertainment oh, I don't think anyone's going to uh, going to pick you up on that well you're right enough it was 21 seconds of entertainment that's that's for sure 21.88 to be precise by uh, now I'm sure this isn't um, this isn't oh, good uh, what's the word news anymore it's uh, old news so Asher Smith has just smashed uh, for for the second British medal at, for for the, uh, the world championships both from her both from her what do you make of that yeah, I know well before we dive into that we've got just to well, recap yeah. what we've got everyone this we've got a big weekend big week going on we've got a lot to talk about um, we've been in Berlin. We've got a big fees, big marathon to talk about. We've got, as you say, the world champs, and we've got everything from doping to attendance to Scottish performances to talk about. It's the Scottish half marathon performances on the weekend championship. Sorry, so a lot going on. No, no interview this week, but we are. Um, we've got a lot to catch up on. We have is uh, is, is fees bowed out this week. She's she's no here. So and we're, I know. We're, <laughs> We're on a tight schedule as well, so uh, we're we're gonna promise to keep this one short and sweet. Now we'll, we'll all all will be revealed uh, shortly, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, 45 minute in, in, interview, 45 minute podcast, folks. So it's a short and sweet one this week. But next week we have got a couple of interviews um, in the bank, in the not in, in the in the bank. So we'll we'll, we'll endeavour to get them ones out to you. Indeed. Yeah. So how are you getting on, Kyle? How's, well, uh, I, I, how's your running about, life? Who cares about me? But I'm just, I'm just one second, right? Um, I'll ask you the question, right? But I'm going to run over at the door. My cat is trying to get into the into this room, and he's making a right bloody racket. So hold on. But before that, tell us about Berlin. How was it? Ber- Anyone who claims this is a fag packet operation is having a laugh. What can I say? <laughs> Berlin was superb. Berlin was absolutely. Uh, Berlin was incredible, mate. It was, uh, you know, it's a it's a major marathon, so you're going to see one of the, you know, biggest sporting events in in the in the world. It was, it's everything you expected to be, and to see Fee run so well was was amazing. And what was pretty cool is that the world record it was was almost broken. So we we saw Bekele on what was obviously it must have been a quick day, but it was a I'll come in, I'll go into the details of it. It was a windy day. But the way the wind was meant it created a bit of drama around that world record. Well, what well, I didn't realise, but I guess must have been a world record attempt um, to run two hundred one forty one, two seconds off the world record. Unbelievable. Well, now I don't think anyone expected that. I, well, didn't, you know I certainly didn't expect it. I, I was like, even thinking, where the hell is Bekele these days? He hasn't been running that much, but to to run a two hundred one. Now, does that not just show Kipchoge's surely not unbeatable? I would say so, but do you know what's interesting? So I haven't been there, and I was watching the race, and uh, I saw them come through, uh, I think it was about 30 k and he was 
he was not on that sort of pace. And apparently he was down. I've read that. I've not actually seen the, the splits. I can't confirm this for sure. I and think... because you had a, there was a big tailwind from 30k onwards, you he clawed it back. I, I mean, think his last, uh, his last half marathon was 60-36, I think. Oh, dear. That's, so that's a proper negative split. I mean, you'll know better than me, but... That's um, that's some going. What's that? Sixty thirty six. But you could see when he came down. One thirty. What was his time? Two hundred one thirty. Right. So that uh, that would be two hundred one twelve. If he sixty thirty six it. So thirty. So sixty thirty six. We must have been uh, sixty one. Aye, sixty one fifteen. That's crazy. First half. Wow. Mental. So what? Where were you? Did you? Where did you see him then? Uh, so well, where was I? I saw him everywhere. So before we get to Fiona's run, and I, I am going to give that the coverage it deserves. Well, but I, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, Kipchoge's not Kipchoge. Uh, Bekele. <laughs> Bekele's time was awesome, but I mean, Fiona, as you say, you know, her 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 PB smashed much more than Bekele's was. It, and and it was. I mean, she was she'd knocked six minutes off her PB. So absolutely brilliant run. But to be quite honest. Fiona, she won't. She'll have no qualms with me saying this. Fiona was, she, Fiona was hungry to go under two forty, and it, it never. She never really. She ran the first half since. Never really got into that sort of pace. She was sitting at sort of six to six oh five on her watch, of course. And as we all know, in any marathon, you need to. You can't just rely on your mile splits because you do tend to, you know, and, and ends up taking. You know, your watch is not exactly right because it's just you know satellite signal and all that. Um, Anyway, so she never really got into that, but she sort of got into really good pace. She went through halfway in uh, 180, sorry, 120, 47. Yeah. Uh, and her second half was 122.05 to run 242.51. So, you know, wow. that's an, for me, it's a pretty even split. It's a, it's a really, it's the strongest half she's run, strongest marathon, sorry, she's run to date. And the way she really held that was, was amazing. I was really, really proud of her. And, you know, the, she was only about 40 seconds off being first Brit home in the female side. So a really good run. And I think it's usually pleased in the sense that she's really nailed this one. She's really nailed a marathon. And, you know, we will come on at some point in the future and talk about her experience of actually the race and how it went. But she was, yeah, I thought she didn't panic. She, you know, when it wasn't really as quick as it, she wanted it to be, she didn't like do anything daft and she just sort of, Kept plugging away, and she would have, she's, you know, she would have liked to have held the pace a bit more, and maybe closing a two forty one or two forty. I mean, you know, she's a competitive runner. She, she's never satisfied. She always wants. It's always, oh, if I'd done that. Um, but, you know, I think it's a credit to her that she's found six minutes. I think this is her. You know, Boston was she went in a little bit undercooked. She had that yeah. injury last year, which is pretty bad. I think she was a bit undercooked. Um, she's had a couple of marathons worth. I think this is the first one where things have really gone right in the training. She's really gone into it well. She knew she knew what was coming, and you know I think that's that just shows I think what she's capable of. I've got no doubt she can go under two forty oh, in future marathons. Oh, definitely. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now she's got the feel for what a two forty two is, and I mean she's done a few marathons, but I mean I think my you know the I was there for a first marathon and that didn't go well at all. And no. look at, I mean, I'm sure she won't mind me saying, but what was that? 308 or something? 309. 309, 309. or something? I was giving her a minute off there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like 308 to 309 to 24. That's almost half an hour. Um, she's improved by it. Yeah, and I know, true, yeah. I know she had a bad race and you know, she, the, 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 the training that she was doing then wasn't, 
quite right, and and she's you know it's a testament to her Fiona for all the hard work she's putting in, but also her coach mm-hmm. as well for um you know sitting down and Mike and Mike Johnson isn't it Mike uh, Johnson yeah, yeah sitting down with her He's excellent in sort of excellent getting her race race ready for um what 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 appears to be one of her one of her best results I would say I mean uh, absolutely I, and I mean I've got her splits if you look at her splits so she was nineteen eleven. For the first 5k, then they go 
scooted over to uh, over to like thirty k. Did Fiona know that you're on the scooter? She she did know I was on the scooter, but what, what was imagine, amazing? So I could just imagine on going, oh Tom, what are you doing on that scooter? So you say this right. Her, one of the highlights of the race she was saying is so 34k I'd scooted over I parked this thing up and I was stood at the side of the road cheering her on I cheered her on saw her come through and she was it's 34k you're having to really work hard there so I, I picked up she went through fine well done <laughs> jump on the scooter and I pulled up alongside it and she sort of like held me heard me shout and she looked around I thought she was about to start laughing because I'm just stood there on this electric scooter cruising around Berlin and uh, anyway so I went I went alongside her for a while shouting on and I, th- I thought I can't do this. I can't be, you know, is it pacing? I know it's not pacing, but you kind of think, should I really be doing this? So anyway, I, I pulled off the other side of the road and, and zoomed off. I zoomed off to 41k. <laughs> but honestly, like, I must have covered about, about 25, 30k on this thing. <laughs> Just cruising around Berlin. Absolutely incredible. So if anyone's going into a European marathon and these, if it was a company I used, was Lime, but you've got like, I think there's a, Uber have got a branch called Jump and Do Them. Anyway, they're everywhere. And it is the best way to marathon spectate. It was so much faster than the tube, not that expensive, and there were so many people doing it, and it was absolutely hilarious. That's anyway, amazing. how much? Did it and cost it's electric. Twenty-five k or thirty k. I think all in, I must have spent about twelve euros on it. Oh wow, that's really good. Yeah, really not much. Hell. Really not much at all. It's because you get fifteen cents a minute. Do you get a helmet? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> but you know, these things have got a license plate on them, so you can use them on the road. Oh really? So like it's just it's hilarious, but there's like the thing is I thought I was I was planning to do a selfie, but I couldn't because it's traveling too fast. I bottled it. I was like, this is gonna if I do a selfie. I'm coming off here, the side of a marathon. Some bloke on a scooter is gonna be killed. Go on the course and trip up Bikelli in his world record attempt. Exactly. I'm trying. To, I'm gonna. This is not of interest to listen, but for Kyle, I was gonna see if I can. Find a picture of the scooter. No, I can't. These, anyway, I'm, I'm hoping they've got them in Amsterdam because I'll be encouraging all the metros around to jump on them. <laughs> it's brilliant. But what was amazing, so after the race, I went, we got after the race, we saw, caught up with Fiona, managed to find her, went back to the hotel, and that while she was like showering, speaking to her coach, speaking to her parents, I went out for another run, and I saw all these people who'd finished the race jumping on these scooters. So they've got their place blanket tied around them, and they're just taking the scooter home. <laughs> and it's absolutely amazing. Yes. But that is, um, that's amazing. Oh, it was brilliant. There's nothing worse than finishing a marathon. You've got miles to walk. Exactly. Transport's like won't get you, or you have to wait. And oh, that's a brilliant idea. And so the other, so in, in terms of again, I'm, I am very much sticking on me here. But to go back to what else I did on the weekend. So Saturday I had my long run, as I said last week. Wanted to get a big session in. So I went to this abandoned old airfield in Berlin, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And. It's like it is an airfield. There's runways. There's all sorts, but it's not used anymore. And it's got a running like kilometers marked on it. No way. It's, so I'm running around this airfield doing my session up and down the runway, around the perimeter. It was exposed as hell. It's pretty windy, so my splits are a wee bit over, over the place. But really cool to be running at this. And there's like folk. There's big groups of guys on uh, on bikes, like actual proper you know road bikes. Oh really? Doing because I guess you can go flat out. The, the loop is three point six miles. Oh, on this airfield, fast. so I did three laps. Flat as a pancake. Slightly on a, a slight slope, so you kind of get downhill on one side, up the other. But it's really bizarre running down the middle of a runway, and I was just sitting at marathon pace at that stage, thinking this is bonkers. Did you amazing your, place to train? Did you put your arms out like a plane? <laughs> no. <laughs> you should have. No, I didn't. I should have actually, yeah. But I, if anyone's going to Berlin, that's a great place to train. Just 
if you're looking for somewhere, I, I mean, it would be boring if you're looking for a nice run, but if you're looking just to hit splits, that's the place to do it. Absolutely amazing. Uh, and it's not that far from the centre. In fact, the the hangar and the, the airport terminal was where the expo was oh, on really? the weekend. Oh, so we okay. went there for the expo, which is where I first saw it. And I was thinking, oh, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Actually, it was a guy at work. Um, shout out to a colleague of mine, Jordy, who he said, yeah, you should try that place out. So, And I kind of had it in mind. So when he said that and I saw that this place existed, I thought, yeah, I'll try that out. So so I did 11 miles, uh, 24 miles in total, actually. Wow. Um, and I banged it out around there, which was pretty cool. Oh, um, nice. Let me check was, it. I'm, I'm just looking at your Strava now, and there's a, there's a, there's a horrendous. I wouldn't say it, it's a pretty picture of you taking a selfie, but not looking at the camera. What the hell are you doing? Oh, that was a. Uh, that was when I was. That was me. So on the Friday after we'd been to Expo and stuff, I went for a run <laughs> at the start here, and I'm stood buzzing on the start. Fly. I'm buzzing fly, but I'm stood in the start line. The start, not the start line. The starting straight of Berlin, which is an amazing start straight for a marathon, in the middle of Tiergarten, and there's not a soul there. They just finished building it. There's not a single person with. I can't see anyone. I'm, such a bizarre place to be. So I took a photo of it, me just looking lost on this <laughs> random. I mean, it's it's really cool. That is, um, that is cool. That is cool. It was uh, such a cool event. I mean, the fact that they build the course on the Friday and it's. Because you've got the, they've got an inline skating marathon on the Saturday, so it was built all weekend, which is cool. And did you do um, the? Did you run with the skaters? <laughs> no, I didn't. In the end, I didn't even see the skaters actually. I saw them. I saw the, on the TV there was a bit of footage of them finishing, which is pretty cool. But no, I didn't see the skaters. Uh, I was too busy pumping out 24 miles at the oh. Tempelhof Air, Airfield, what it was called. That is, no, that is impressive. Kudos. I see. Oh, I 6:22 pace, man. Yeah. It was. It was. I think it was. It was a solid run. It was. It was good. So not. I would have liked to be a bit more consistent with my splits. If it's windy, it was, though, it's quite hard, eh? Yeah, I was. Yeah. So another. So again, I'm just going to continue my own ramblings of the weekend. So I picked up. I ordered them, but I picked up Morton's new gel, the calf gel. Oh, the caffeine ones. The caffeine ones. So I got an email from Morton, as a lot of people would have done, this promotional one saying that they've got calf gels, and you could order and pick them up at Berlin Marathon. So I thought, sweet, I'm going to the expo. I'll pick them up. So I did that. Booked booked this box, uh, like a twenty euro Morton box. You get three normal gels, three calf gels, uh, a wee Morton bag, and a bottle of sports drink and a Morton drinks bottle. Aye. I thought, fine, I'll get that. To get the calf gels. I tried one of the calf gels during my session, but the problem is, right at twenty one miles, right at the end of the, the block, I had to. I was like, I'm going to jump to the bushes here. Now I'm not oh, sure if it was because no. I didn't have much turnaround between my breakfast, or was, or the calf gels done a number on me. <laughs> but it's enough of a doubt now that I'm not sure. I think I need to try it again. I'm what's not. The, it's a bit of a risk. What's the content of caffeine? 100 mix. Well, oh, 100's quite quite a lot. It's quite it? a big hit. Yeah, yeah. It's a big and you know, to be honest, I'm not someone who's ever run on caffeine gels, so the answer is probably don't do it. But I'm just wondering. A lot of people do do it, and it's it seems to be it can be a good thing to, you know, in terms of giving you a kick later on the race, but at the same time. If it's going to cause me to shit myself, then what time did you do it? What time did you you you, you have it? I had it at uh, about fifteen miles in. So what time was that? I don't know about. So I started the run about ten o'clock, I think. Right, so um, did you have a coffee before your your long run? I don't think so. No. Oh, that's your problem, you idiot. Yeah. Well, you get get the co- get the coffee in, and then after your coffee, you mm, yeah. Then you then before your long run, you must have went. Did you go to the toilet before your long run? I did, yeah. But do you know, I'm. It was like I had the breakfast, really quick turnaround to get out for it, and I'm pretty sure that I just hadn't uh, properly. Oh, you need to get. Uh, you need to sit in there for a while. You know, get yourself yeah. ready and prepped. 
uh, but before you, know, you, it's you like, do a long run and, and have caffeine. But you know what I find when we're away and I've got a long run to do and we're in a hotel room, I can't be arsed hanging about for two hours between my breakfast and my run. Nah, I'm eating my breakfast, move my breakfast down, I was like, I'm just going to go out here. <laughs> Hopefully there'll be a toilet down there. <laughs> there wasn't. Spoiler, <laughs> there wasn't. That, uh, the, I was like, I'm sure, I'm fairly sure I won't get arrested for taking a wilder poo around the side of this. I did have a black gusset, thankfully. <laughs> yes. I, do you know it wasn't what, black I, when I finished. To, talking about that, I was listening to that uh, that rant. Now, I'm I'm, I'm going to, I'm, do you know what, the next, whoever edits, I'm going to include that bit in the next time because it's comedy gold. I can't, I can't stop listening <laughs> to the, to the, the rant. It's just the gusset so rant. Well, so well worded. We should, you know, what we should have for the Christmas special. We should just do a, just do a greatest hits. Just do like stitch together all the rants. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be good. I tell you what, actually, speaking of rants, then I'm, I'm ranting about this after boss. I'm going to rant it again here. I hate marathon expos. I hate <laughs> them with every inch of my being. Honestly, it's these marathon, the bloody Berlin one, right? You arrive at it and you walk for apps. You walk for miles to get into it. Then you get in. And they, you've got to walk all the way to the far end of the expo to get your number. And I'm thinking, these folk have got to do a marathon in a couple of days. It's, it's literally the worst way you could prepare them for it. You've got, and of course, smart. They make you walk past every single bloody vendor there is. Oh. And the queues are obscene. We went on a Friday afternoon. And again, you see, it's like the, the places in the world you see the worst of people are when they're trying to exit an aircraft or when they are well, or board an aircraft. Or when they're at Marathon Expo, people are fighting and wrestling over over T-shirts. I'm thinking, I'm 100% sure there's enough T-shirts here for you all to go around on the Friday of an expo. Settle down. <laughs> people are like fighting over sizes on, on T-shirts and stuff, and it's like, is it like oh, Black I, Friday. Oh, exactly like Black Friday. And I, and the thing is, I'm. It doesn't help when you're not running, and I'm just like, oh my god, I've been stood up for what feels like all day. I need to get out of this place. Oh no, I can't because I've got a queue to get out the bloody uh, expo for about forty minutes. Like it's and it was pishing with rain as well outside. So, and I was just thinking to myself, this is literally the. I can't imagine. You, there's a good reason at least don't have to go to the expo because they'd be on their feet all day. I yeah, uh, I noticed. I noticed. I thought the German, the not German, well, a German expo, particularly Berlin, would be well organised and. That's exactly what Fiona said. Doing. Like London's like. That's quite quick, isn't it? London, London, London. So that is exactly what we said. London can be pretty swift because you're kind of, you can get you get your number the minute you go in, and if you don't want to walk around the whole thing, you can just head straight out. Yeah. This one they force you all the way through it. But my experience of Germany was not the efficiency I expected. We arrived off the flight, and we had to wait an hour for our bags to come through. And I'm, oh, no. of course, it's quite funny. A flight member, so all you can hear is all these Scottish people going, "Oh, I thought the Germans were supposed to be efficient." Oh, <laughs> God, oh. Slating them. I was like, you know, even though I thought that, I wasn't saying it out loud. <laughs> then we get to this expo, which I'm just anyway. I'm 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 ranting about something I know is a it's minor funny, thing because it is an excellent event. Love, excellent we event. Tom, we love a Tommy rant. But if I'm if you ever do the the Berlin Marathon, just I it's one where you need to go early or late. And also, I mean, get an electric scooter there. That's the way. That's what we should have done. Yes. Oh, I, did you take a picture of you in your scooter? I don't know if I did, actually. Oh, I'm, man. It's, uh, it was amazing. One of the types I got, it actually had a, a little um, mount for your phone, which was great. Because I could just put, I had the marathon course on my phone, which, you know, on, on the, when there's a big event day, Google put the on their maps, they overlay the course. So I could just zoom around this thing, watching my dog move around. <laughs> It's got a bell and everything. <laughs> Did you not have um, 
Did you not have the live feed on? <laughs> yes. What the loser. <laughs> Jesus, Tom. Oh. It's amazing. Well, mate, if, next time we're in Europe together, we're gonna uh, oh. we're gonna get you on a on a scooter. Yeah, that would be perfect for Shami. After the race, that would be exactly what you wanted. <laughs> oh. There we go. Look at oh, that. Look at that. Jeez, it's, that really is just an electric scooter, isn't it? It's you... great. It's clean, mate. It's, it's uh, electric. There's no uh, no emissions. It's uh, it's good for the planet. Does it not run out of battery? So that's what's cool, actually. When you when you look at it, it says how much battery is left on it. Oh, now they claim right. this. Apparently, you get six hours on it. So when you pick up one, it says like forty percent. You're like, yeah, this is fine. This will take me for. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure our three hours is enough. Well, but I mean, I suppose if it runs out of battery, you just pick up pick up another one and. Exactly, and honestly, I cannot get across how many of these things there are. I mean, I, I read an article that apparently a lot of locals in cities like Berlin are kicking off because they're just—they're basically like litter. They're everywhere. They are absolutely everywhere. Like you can't walk down a street in central Berlin and not see a scooter parked up or a rack of them parked up. Wow, wow! It's uh, it was hilarious. But wow. anyway, so to back back on the so to back on the race, Fiona had a really good run, solid run. I think she's as I think she has got more to give, and I think I don't. I actually think on a different day she could have gone sub sub two forty. Um, I think I don't know whether she should have been more aggressive or not, or 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 what. But I think I think it's really I think it's a really good run. That um, I think it's I think any slower would have been out with what she you know should be running. Yeah. Uh, I think quicker would have been probably the difference between a good run and a great run. Yeah. But I think it's uh I think it's good and it's really good. Well, that, sign that of things to come. Brings, brings Fiona to the set. She's second ranked in Scotland now. As well, uh, ooh, yeah, she is. this year. Yeah, this year. Ah, yeah. Well, of course, yeah, Steph hasn't run this year. Yeah, no, yeah, right. first, of course, you have to. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to know what she is in the British rankings as well. I'd be quite. She'll certainly be well up with that time. I imagine she will be. Yeah, she was second Brit there. There was a girl whose name I can't remember who was two forty one, and yeah, I think it's it's a really it's a really strong run. I was saying to Fiona, I mean, what. I don't know what I honestly don't know what her plans are now. She's she's gonna have a think on the next couple of weeks and have a chat with her coach. But Scottish Marathon champs are in London next year. You know, if you can run two forty one, you've got a shot. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Fitch well capable of that. You know, I mean yeah. that's her first. That's her improved by shot medal almost half an hour. So she yeah. can improve. You know, another few minutes then, or even a couple of minutes. I mean. I, I'm not going to put words in her mouth, but I'm, I'm sure she would love to run sub 240. But, uh, but yeah, we'll, well, see see what she wants to do and um, take it from there, I suppose. Yeah. So anyway, really, yeah. So great run from her, or good run from her, I should say. Uh, what else we've had? Uh, Brian Kinghorn we mentioned was running. He had a good run. A few. I'm actually just trying. A few uh, Scottish girls and guys as well. Uh, Finola Ross. Yes, Vanilla Ross, yeah. 246, I think. 247, 249. 247, uh, okay. And then uh, our, our man, Will Mackay, uh, Aberdeen AC, 227.30. Yeah. Uh, John Brogan of Falkirk Victoria Harriers, uh, 229.33. And also we had Kevin Little of Garscube Harriers running a 231.45. And I think in okay. the wheelchair race we had Sean Frame. Uh, he was 14th and 141, and that also means that he's leading the Scottish rankings. So, well done, nice. uh, all the Berliners. That's uh, the Scottish guys and gals in in Berlin. Looks uh, so. So, would you do that race then, Tom? 
A hundred percent. So yeah. I did Berlin 2008, which I can't believe is 11 years ago now. Uh, so I, and I was, I've always thought, yeah, it'd be cool to run Berlin again, but I kind of also felt like oh, I've run Berlin. Having been back now, and it it wasn't quite the, it was a big race back then, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't this monster major that it is now. I think they upped the capacity of the race to 48,000, I think I read over the weekend. So it's a massive race. And again, from a sort of, I don't know, to border on, this is going to sound elitist, but I don't see people running with fridges on their back. <laughs> you know, there's like, don't get me wrong, there's a huge range of people running the race, but you get a feeling that, you know, you know when you're at a race, you think, this is, people are here to run yeah, times. Yeah. You get that real feeling. Now, I, you do get that London, don't get me wrong, and London do a great job with the championship venture, yeah. which I think is brilliant and good for age. But London, I think the BBC probably don't help this, is that London is as much about London's about two things, though, really. It's, it seems to be about the elite elite and the charity runners. Yeah. And I just feel that the sort of club runners get lost amongst all that. Yeah. Whereas at Berlin, we had the... Uh, after we got back, we were watching, there was a bit of highlights on German TV. Didn't understand a word they were saying, <laughs> but they did have, like... They were they seemed to be covering folk coming in between, like, 2.30 and 3, 3.45 and interviewing people, which was really cool. So, um, yeah... So to answer your question, yes, I would like to do it. And I, th- I actually think for- you and I are fortunate enough that with a 2.45, I think you can get a guaranteed place. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that might be one for the the, 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 the bucket list then. Indeed. Yeah. So anyway, it's so all in, uh, I would say, good weekend. We had a great time in Berlin. I had solid training. I mean, I got, I'd say I got a lot of miles in. Yeah, bang on. So I'm, I feel last week we talked about getting the fire started for Amsterdam. I feel the fire started. It's maybe, I would say it's like, it's simmering. It's smoldering oh, right now. It's, yeah. it's not quite roaring, but it, I've, I think it will roar. I feel for the first time this block, I felt like, do you know what? I think I can get, I think I can, I actually think I might be peaking right at the day. And that's a bold thing to say, so touch wood. But I feel like in the past I've run, like last year I felt like I ran a dynamite half before the, the marathon. I remember thinking I could run. I should run the marathon today. That's yeah. what I felt great. Now I feel like I'm a little bit. I think I'm coming into this a little bit. Everything's a little bit later, and I'm hoping that means I really come to a peak. Yeah. And how for how, the race? How many weeks have you got left? Three. Two weeks on Sunday. Two weeks. Bloody hell. Yeah. Wow. So, aye, so it's not so, so we long. Need to start, so we'll see. We need to start talking about what what your how, how your taper is going to look and. Uh, exactly and what sort of sessions you're going to do in the run up because you need to be physically and mentally peaking at the right time and uh, but you also need to be wary of not overcooking it now you know because it's, yeah. it's just sharpening, sharpening up but I'm sure you're so I've got, I'm sure you'll I've got be two prep- your way well I've got two preparation questions for you before we then move on to uh, you and we've got some other race news to talk about there's two things that I'm now mulling over with two and a half weeks to go out Number one is the calf gel. Do I go for? Do I introduce that as a as a as a new thing? And I'm really torn. I guess some the obvious thing would be just leave it. I used Morton at the last marathon, not calf, and I was okay. But the other hand, I think maybe I should try it. Now I've only got two. I need to work at how these are how easy it is to get a hold of more Morton gels because I've kind of part of me thinks I should probably take them on my long run this weekend to try. Mm-hmm. So that's question one. What do I do about gels? Do I stick or do I twist? Number two is, I mean, being in Berlin, I'm a, clearly an absolute, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm an absolute victim when it comes to marketing, but I'm thinking about going next percent. Oh, gee, I'm excited. 
Mate, every, I, I thought they were. I thought not oh. many people were wearing them, and I know I'm being a complete. I'm falling for the marketing falling completely. I'm falling for it. You, you Honestly, got, I'm got, falling head over heels for it. You've got night ticks all over your face right now. Yeah, I guess we'll come to Nike why later on. Why'd you get yourself a tattoo? And I was hoping that this, I was hoping some of this, the trash they've been getting through the Salazar connection this week might have brought yeah. the prices down, but it hasn't. But anyway, the problem the problem is a. I kind of thought ah oh, next percent. Not many people are wearing them. Everyone's wearing them at Berlin. Like, honestly, Fiona looked out. She wore Vaporflies, and she was <laughs> she really enjoyed them. But you, the majority of the field were wearing X percent. And I'm thinking, I'm stood there thinking, am I missing a trick here? Like, and I started reading some. Of course, I started reading some reviews. Oh, they're all oh. amazing. They're all amazing reviews. Then we went to a Nike town in uh, in Berlin, and I was stood holding a pair. And I'm thinking, these are definitely lighter than the shoes I'm wearing, <laughs> and the foam is like. I don't know. I don't really like the look of them, to be honest. But they. Uh, anyway, so those are my two concerns, my new queries at the no, moment. I, I'll tell you mine then. Well, my my answers, my. Go for it. My so for the gels, I think you need to twist. Caffeine. I, I I've always for ultras I've used caffeine gels and um, I know you you shot yourself basically the first time you, okay. you used them. But if you can get your if you can get your toilet your toilet training right. Then you shouldn't. You should be able to take a caffeine gel at the end of the race, especially. I, I just think for me, you know, mentally and, and, and you know, there's studies saying that there's, you do get some sort of boost. Um, conflicting studies, however, but uh, we'll maybe see. If we can find some of those articles and, and share them, and you can you can make your own assumptions. But mm-hmm. I reckon you should give that a go. But I mean, to be honest, though, it's a minimal. It's a minimal. If if there's any performance gain, it's very minimal. I don't think it's going to yeah. make much difference. I mean, to be honest, you really just need to make sure that your 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 glycogen repleted. You've got enough carbs in your 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 muscle and your your liver and your brain to keep you going, and you're 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 well hydrated. I think that that's the two probably the most important things, rather than caffeine. Um, but uh, and and, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I think maybe some of the. Is there any fuel stations en route en route to the uh, I think there are, but it's drinks. Ah, okay. And actually, so there's another question for you. I can at Amsterdam. It turns out you can put drinks on the course. Now you remember this Frankfurt. I did that and only grabbed one, but I did grab that one and I drank a bit of it. So I'm now. I am thinking again. Do you know what? Maybe I will put some drinks on the course just to have my own drinks at 20k. What's the What's the harm? If I grab it, great. If I don't. Well, that, what about your the bottles? Is it cups or is it bottles or? Cups on course. Oh, get get yourself your own drink then. Yeah, but you're not going to get enough. Um, you're not going to get enough fluids with, with cups. No, but ex- exactly. So that's what I'm thinking. If I take cups, just grab cups when I ca- at the first few stations and buy like 15 or 20k. I need to look at where they are. Grab a bot. Have my own bottle there. Hopefully the field will thin out enough that I can get across and grab it. How easy is it to get your bottle though? So Frankfurt was a pain in the arse, and actually the first two I missed. So I had one at ten, one at Sorry, no, there was one at 10, one at 15. I need to check where I put them. I missed the first two, grabbed the third, missed the fourth. You want to steal someone else's? Well, I thought about that because I thought, do you know what? I bet you, mo- I bet you, no, seriously, I thought, I bet you most people here have got Morton in their bottles, So, which is what I was drinking. Well, so I did think. If they've got next presenters, they're going to have Morton in their bottles. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The standard marketing. Oh, uh, for... Well, I, I think uh, for. for I, I think you should try out the caffeine gels, and it doesn't necessarily have to be Morton. 
maybe try something mm-hmm. else uh, and see what you think. If you're not comfortable, don't take it. I don't think there's you're not getting a significant effect from just taking a yeah. caffeine gel. I don't think. Uh, Fair. And then second thing, I mean, you know, running's your life, Tom, isn't it? Let, let's let's not beat around the bush here. You love running as much as you love yeah. Fiona. I think the so, I think Fiona made a fair point saying, to be honest, if I get the, it's, I'm gonna you, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna get. If it makes you, you know, if it makes you feel more confident in your race, just buy them. You know, I mean, yeah. you put in all the effort. I mean, it, it's it's the marginal grain. A pair of flies are going to cost me 160 quid. So an extra. The problem is, it's an extra. It's you're talking. You're talking like 220 quid for a pair of uh, next percents. <laughs> like when I see it saying that out loud, I'm thinking bloody hell. I, I thought I thought they were only 180. <laughs> no, they're 220. Oh. I say this as a lot of listeners. Do you know? What? Actually, I know a lot of listeners who wear next percents, and some who don't. Give us your verdict. Are they worth? Yeah. Is there any benefit over the over the Vaporfly? Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 saying yes because I know how much you love running, and I know. If you run in your next, not your next percenters, your four percenters, whatever the hell they're called, you're going to be like, ah, oh, I wonder if I wore those, if I would have got a two-second PB. You know, that, that could be a difference between your, but I think, your, two, yeah. your 227, 34, and, 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 you know, just missing missing uh, Big Tom Roach's time, you know? <laughs> Steady on. I think the I, thing is, but I think what I need to keep in mind is that if you go from a regular shoe to an expert to a vaporfly, that's a jump up because you're getting the you're moving to an improved foam, which I think is it's all about the legs. The vaporfly's benefit is that it protects your legs, so you can really attack that last 10k. To go from vaporfly to next percent, you are truly talking marginal gains. Yeah, you are. But, but then, as you say, is the marginal gain worth it? I anyway, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, listeners, give give you give us your verdict for Tom. So they can make an informed, uh, well balanced decision on whether or not he buys them or not. Indeed. Anyway, so that is my weekend um, and training. So we'll talk a bit more about Amsterdam next weekend. How, how, how's your training been, Carl? Have you got much going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, yet? Absolutely not. Jesus. I was. Uh, right, great. <laughs> thank you. I, I think I did like. Uh, I did a couple of sessions. I've just been doing some short reps, really. I mean, the longest one I've done is a kilometer rep, you know, and I'm like, nah, I don't want to run any far- further than that. So on Saturday, well, last week I ran with uh, Ed McCluskey. We did some uh, 200s. And, uh, and, nice. And on Saturday we did, um, oh, what did I do on Saturday? Oh, Saturday, what the hell did I do? Oh, I did kilometer reps on Saturday. And then on the, yesterday I ran with Ed again and we did some, uh, two minute reps and tomorrow I'm going to do some 400 meter reps at 6 in the morning oh, wow mixing it up round the track of all places the track blame me so so that's it really I mean you know I, even, I've been doing some easy runs in between but nothing much like I mean 25 mile a week or something quite right mate you just done an ultra mate a ah, massive ultra you need, to, well, you need to enjoy running well I've got some news for you I'm, I'm thinking of doing the Benahy uh, well I'm, I'm not thinking I'm, I've got an entry for the Benahy Ultra uh, oh nice ne- next week just oh sweet are you going to do ah, it yeah why not oh good hell? man so, uh, I, I'm hoping it's not another world's way but oh, time will tell eh? <laughs> but, excellent I'll look forward I, I, to how far is that then 50k 
50k. I, I think the fit, fitness is in the bag, you know. Even I think so. Yeah. I did. I did stick on my work trousers yesterday, and I, I, I tried to pull them up, and I couldn't get my. I couldn't get the button on. And it's not. It's not the washing. So I don't know what's happened there. I think maybe. Rubbish. Maybe they were. Maybe I was just. I, won't, I didn't pull them up wee right bit, or something. Who knows? Exactly. Just a wee bit. Fill a wee bit of water. Ah, or something, mate. You were. You're a wee bit of water retention. Exactly. Think of the weight you lost after UTMB. So, <laughs> so other than that, like, there's nothing really happening with me at all. Yeah. So yeah. So well, in that case, let's crack on then. <laughs> let's uh, let's get the race pretty, results. Pretty boring it. So so what I'm going to say, folks, is because I'm up at six a.m. We've got nine minutes left. So just just so people are clear, there's a couple of things that we were going to talk about, but we're not. But we're going to push to next week. Is one is the news about uh, Alberto Salazar and his, the the fact he's been banned. I really want to talk about that, but do, we do need know, to give that you know proper timing. So next week we can cover I it. I think I think it'd be quite interesting to get our the TRS listeners tell us your views on the Salazar doping scandal, and we'll read them out and we'll discuss them. I think that would be yeah. quite quite interesting. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, I like and, that. And, and, yeah, let's do and, it. And also alongside that. Is more, she is more implicated in all this. What do you think? Well, not not yeah. you, but as in listeners. What do you, uh, listeners, yeah. I, I think yeah, it'd be quite quite good for people to have a think, have a read, a, have read the articles, read what's out there, and uh, and come back with your views, and we'll uh, discuss it next week. How's that sound? I think that sounds great. Yeah. I think uh, that can give you and I a bit of time to gather our thoughts on it as well. I mean, I'm I'm. I think we're quite clear in our position on doping on here, so it's um, it won't come as a surprise to our position on his ban. But uh, yeah, it'd be good to hear what the listeners think about him and and also, yeah, as you say, Mo and the fact that you've got like Nissan Hassan I know. running ridiculous times this oh, week. You know, exactly. What do you yeah, reckon? Yeah, I mean, well, let's let's just chat about what her her last fifteen hundred meters in that ten k. Three fifty nine, really. The problem is though, my pro- I guess we're diving into it. But the problem is now you can't believe ending extraordinary. Yeah, I know. And, that, it's and, sad, but, and you can't. It's sad, but at the same time, I just feel uncomfortable. I mean, it's it's a very, I don't know, I don't know what to believe, which is what I, yeah, yeah. I feel really sad. I, that, um, I was watching one of the races and I was just like, oh, please don't be a doper. It, you yeah. just don't know anymore. You you kind of don't want them to be in. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. But what I, what I, what I don't get is what what are we what at some stage there needs to be some evidence. Now, I for me, if you you Sada, we need to put our faith in them, our faith in them. So if you Sada is saying that he that Salazar is guilty of violating doping regulations, then he's guilty. That's it. You know, yeah. They've 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 investigated. We we should make the assumption. They've, I'm sure that means they've got proper evidence, and they should throw the book at him and ban him for life. Yeah. Now the athletes, I'm a bit. That's where I'm not sure. But Mo, as you say, is a really obvious candidate. Does he need to disclose all his personal medical details? Probably. Is yeah. that a position that I really like us going to go into a sport that everyone needs to disclose that? Probably not. Yeah. But needs must. Yeah, yeah. I I think that the number of athletes it implicates is is quite incredible. Um, oh, absolutely. I I just you know as a, a, a you know as whistleblowers um, and and have a you know do your research folks and and and, and that's one of the things I don't want to just jump in and saying yes or no because I haven't done as much research into the whole thing. Frankly, mm-hmm. I didn't even realise he was still being investigated as severely as he was until the the article came out in the in the piece. Yeah. Uh, 
in, in, in probably not great timing with the World Athletics Championships happening too. But uh, no. But anyway, but well, well, so before we go into results, that'll be the last bit. What are you, what are you making out of the, the World Athletics Championships? Are you, are you enjoying it? Right, so if you just show the track and the field, I'm loving it. I think it's a really, it's, I think it's been a good championships in terms of, I mean, I watched the men's pole vault last night. Unbelievable. Oh, it was great, wasn't Absolutely it? amazing. You, amazing competition. What do you think about it? Imagine going out on a pole, you know, going, I was saying this to Debbie last night. Why the hell would you want to go and do a pole vault? Like, you're, you're going on a pole to go over another pole. And, and you're going five <laughs> metres above the ground. In fact, six metres above six the ground. Six metres. Which is 18, what, 20 odd feet? And you're going upside down and then you're going over it. It's incredible. It's so, but it's, so impressive. It's amazing. But it's, it's, like us, it's like with running. It's pushing yourself to how high can you go. And that, like, the excitement of these events, of the, the field events, I think has been amazing and the real highlight of the championships. Uh, so I think that's been great. It's, I, liked, I really enjoyed the mix, really. Yeah, I, I thought that, that was really cool. Yeah. Just novel, and I know some people go, "Oh, it's, it's a gimmick." Well, do you know, I think it's it was it was cool, and it, the fact that polls threw out their two women first, sorry, the two men first, putting a bit of a oh, a bit no, of a mix, yeah. which was good. The big, he must have felt like me at the five kilometer race. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> giant the Pied pole, Piper, this giant pole guy with all the wee girls, you know. Oh man, yeah. So I thought I thought that was cool. I think from a British perspective, it's maybe been a bit disappointing. I was obviously gutted for. Lindsay Sharp and Andy Butcher, uh, you know, both uh, being eliminated straight off. I thought that the reaction online to Lindsay Sharp was absolutely disgusting. The way that some people, I mean, she had a bad, she clearly hasn't delivered very well and she's clearly had a bad race, but the slating she took on forum, some forums online, including the morons on I Was or I'm a Runner, is absolutely disgraceful. I mean, this is a, this girl is, you know, she's, she's a human being, you know, to post stuff like that online is terrible. Um, Butcher as well the abuse he got from the Norwegians for the fact that Jakob was getting DQ'd was I thought bang out of order as well I mean Butcher himself looked to quite admirable through it all and, and said you know I think Jakob should go through uh, and it, I understand it wasn't Butcher that put in the so it's a team the it's, a, it's never the him exactly. it's the team that do it on his not even on his behalf they do it for the team. And I was sure it was the British team that did it. it I'm sure. Know. I mean, because it, it could have been another team who wanted yeah, to get yeah, yeah. Ingebrigtsen out of the final. Yeah, it could have been anyone. It doesn't have to be that team that appeal it. Um, so, I mean, I think that if I was, the, I would always do that. If there's a, a, a potential that your 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 team member is going to get through, then of course you're going to appeal it. Of course, yeah. So I was a bit, I was gutted for him though because he ran so well and he had, you know, he gave it his all. And, it's always a shame that that doesn't come up. I really thought he was... I was really looking forward to seeing him in the final. That was a shame. But, you know, kudos to him. He had a big run and gave it all out there. Um, and since then, we saw Eilish McColgan go through to the final, the 5,000 today. Laura Muir's gone through at the semis of the miles, the 1,500, sorry. So, yeah, it's starting to... It's good to see a few more of the Scots in there. Men's 1,500 this week will be cool with the three Scots in it. Yeah, yeah, that'll be interesting. I think that we could have a medal there. I think I think they're, I think you're right. I think one of them might. I'd lo- I think Neil Gurley's the man to watch. Yeah, it'd be great to uh, an outside smoker. It'd be brilliant. But finger, yeah. fingers crossed, eh? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So how about you? So you must be enjoying it as well. Yeah? Oh, I'm loving it. I mean, I've got nothing else to do in my my day. <laughs> I mean, I must say, you know, looking after Logan's taking priority and it's back to work and, uh, but it's been quite refreshing. You know, it's you finish work and you're you're at the screen watching the athletics and. Uh, I must say, you know, I think we always say this, the 
there's always a big gap in between. So uh, the, the highlights, not even the highlights, the highlights was terrible, by the way. It's like a half an hour guy, somebody from like uh, news rounds uh, doing the oh, commentary. Yeah. I don't know yeah. who that guy is. Right. But... Radzi, he's my new oh hero. My God, he just hasn't got a clue. Like, <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been I've been enjoying that, uh, and yeah, I think for for me, I'm looking forward to the well, uh, the five k final, not the five k, yeah, the five k final. That'll be on Friday, is it Friday? I think yeah. so. Men's, yeah, men's marathon. So. Oh, men's marathon. Yeah, good. I mean, tell you what, that's going to be you know, Hawkins. That's a brave. Man, to go back into the heat. Oh, no. I mean, look at the women's race. I mean, that was like... Oh. The winning time is 2.34, and uh, 40% of the, the 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 squad pulled out. And that's where I, I would say there's been a lot of chat. We haven't talked at all about the fact that there's been bugger all people in the stands, right? But I think that would be my biggest... Beyond the... Sending to Doha, okay, it looks to be a poor decision. And actually, what is... I don't have a problem with it being in Doha and sending it around the world. What I do have a problem with is the fact that it sounds it sounds like, and I'm just going what I've read, that there was a fairly a lot of corruption involved in that decision and talk of over $4 million payments to Lamine Diak, the former president of the IWF, before the award. And that all stinks. And if, that's, yeah. if that is why they've been awarded it, that is terrible. But, you know, the, the atmosphere the last couple of nights has been great. The Ethiopians really got behind the distance events, which was cool. But the one... my the marathon, I think, in a place like that, you should be detaching the champ- world championships from the the marathon champs from that and having it stand alone in a better climate because that was not it was ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. I, I I'm going to disagree. I think you just you get put in whatever wherever you are, you just have to deal with it. So in what in what world is it useful to have a marathon at midnight? There's no one watching it. <laughs> That's it's true, yeah. still not that it's still not that in good conditions. Honestly, I, I just don't see any benefit in it. You know, I mean, you've got, athletes are going out there. I, I, I get the point that actually you've got, it's the person who is the strongest on the day still wins. But I think it's, I, it's what not, my argument is it's the character of the race. It's maybe not, okay, there's no one watching it, but like as an athlete, I mean, you know, the, the World Trail Running Championships, you haven't got thousands of folk watching the race. Okay, it's not as popular as the World Athletics Champs, but... You're, you're you're up against the elements, and I think there's something quite refreshing about that. Wherever you go, it's uh, whereas you know if you have it in a nice dry you know climate, a little bit cool, it's 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 not a true marathon. Uh, I think, do you think do you think the athlete's health is considered at all in that decision? Well, they, in a way, yes, because that... they did it at night time rather than during the day. But. Uh... Hmm. I'm not convinced, mate. <laughs> also, the other thing is when they were all kicking off. I know, and I get. I told, I think the stadium issue is poor as well. I mean, it is to see Dean Asher Smith do a medal walk the other night, and no one in the stadium is pretty yeah, sad. Yeah, that's sad. But at the same time, right? You're scheduling. They need to stop bowing to to TV. I mean, they've got the women's hundred meter final on at like almost midnight. Yeah. It must have been about half eleven local time on a Sunday night. <laughs> I wouldn't be sending my kids to that. <laughs> You know, Ultra, the I, I'm not. I'm not. The def- kids are watching my this. God knows why. I'm absolutely not defending it. I think my problem is I. I actually uh, a lot of it. I was quite. I was disappointed. It was about where it is. Disappointed the way the yeah. spectating is. But some of the rhetoric has been over the top. I mean, I went to Moscow for the World Champs in 2013, and we watched the first. We were we were there for two nights, and a day we watched the marathon. And we were there when 
the night when Mo won his 10,000. And I can tell you right now, when Mo went around the stadium with his medal walk, there was bloody no one in the stadium. Really? It was just a, a couple of handfuls of British British supporters like us stood there with the flag. Oh. And then the, the only time when ever, where the stadium was truly bouncing was when Bolt won the 100. And that was amazing. That was like in the pouring rain, thunder and lightning in the sky. It was unreal. And, but do you know what? We went, a lot of the events we went to, it was dead. And I remember thinking, is this just because the Russians are not getting fully behind it? And uh, anyway, that, so that's why I kind of, I wasn't, I think the problem is we've had Berlin Euros last year. We've had the world champs in London in 17. Massive crowds you know, really massive crowds and you kind of get used to that. And I, I think it should be like that. Yeah. But at the same time, when you spread it around the world, I think people are naive if they think you're going to get 60,000 full-seater stadium on a Sunday night for a women's 100-meter final, yeah. to be quite yeah. honest. I've, uh, but I, I think that there must be a way that you could have improved the, the participation, or not the participation, but the, the sheer numbers going through. And I think some of the, they actually started using the volunteers and, um, giving them yeah. the, the some of the some of the seats for Tickets. free are, are, are a fairly discounted rate, so that was good to see. But yeah, it is. Yeah, it, I, I do. Without going into the politics, it, you should always expect a full stadium when it comes to a, a global championship such as athletics. I think. Yeah, agreed. I think uh, maybe the schedule need to look at that. But at the end of the day, if it is in Doha for for you know, let's be honest, for corrupt reasons, that's wrong. Yeah, that really is wrong. And. You know, I maybe naively originally thought, oh well, maybe they've they're trying to promote athletics out there. Nah, not at all. There's not. There clearly isn't a fan base there. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right there. All right. Well, anyway, my uh, my nine minutes are, are well and truly up. Right. Tom. But right. Wait, so let, well, give me. I'm going to very quickly read out because it was the one thing we do want to talk about is who were the Scottish champions last week for the half marathon. Of course. Which is just up. We will go into maybe a bit more breakdown of it next week. But your Scottish half marathon champion is. Wenny Gebrselassie, Shettleston Harris, who won it in 104.22. Second place was uh, Ben Johnston, Shettleston as well, 106.02. And in third place, it was... Sorry, these were great run results aren't going so well. Ben, ben Coles, uh, he, 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 I think he's ran for a Scottish... He was, I, was at, I was at uni with Ben Cole. So, uh, but he's running for England. He uh, runs for it, yeah. He's, a, he's an English lad, yeah. Um, well, Kenny I'm Wilson sure, is fourth. Yeah, so my second page is loading here. The Ben Johnson must have been third. Yeah. Uh, your is Yemen Segai is he a no? I thought maybe he, I think he's your second. Is he not? And then your your Gebby Selassie is your winner. There you go. That's your top. Yes, three. you're right. Yeah. yeah, it was the middle. Yeah, the middle one that I'd missed out. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Sorry. No. Here we go. Kevin Wood was third, sixty-seven Ah, it's because he's not a class as an elite runner. He's that's right. Yeah, wide. that's why he's not in the results. Oh, Kevin Wood geez. is not in the. Yeah. Sorry, that's poor from us. We've got the results up, but they're just Kyle's right showing the elite only. So yeah, Kevin Wood, five AC, sixty-seven five, third place. And on the women's side, it was um, Katie White, Gas Cube. For the win, 76-25. Second place, five ACs. Annabelle Simpson, 77-35. And in third place, Avril Mason, 79-11. That's, so well done, ladies. Yeah, that's right. And then for the, the final one, we had the 10K. Uh, where are we? Oh, I'm looking at the wrong one again. No, I'm not. Max Malarvey. So he was your 10K winner. 
VP Glasgow, 3050, a big lead ahead of Richard Mayer of uh, Kilmarnock, Harriers, 3117, and the third place guy was a, a hill runner guy, I, I know of, uh, Thomas Corn, Cornway, uh, 3159. And then your female winners were Gemma Steele, so she's defended her title, 3529. Second was Nink Maholland, in second place, 3646. And third place was Alison Rowett, 3658. So there you go. Excellent. So that's your. Right. That's your well, results there. That's the results. So we'll talk. We'll have a bit more extended next week. We're going to have a bit more time on our hands. We're all um, short-handed this week, but we've got races this weekend. We've got the Loch Ness Marathon, of course. So good luck to everyone who's running that. Quite a few listeners are. So hope we have a good run. It's the World Mountain World Master Mountain Champs as well, which we'll talk about. Um, and we've got a couple of rants, but for this week we'll consider my Expo rant the rant. That is the rant. And well. Thank you, folks, for listening, short and sweet. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be back uh, with a double whammy, double episode next week. And we'll also have an interview all lined up for you. So, exciting times. Bye. Bye. Bye.